live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Dollar Car Rental Studios, it's the Dave Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. Anthony O'Neill, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author of the book, Debt-Free Degree, is my co-host today on the air. We're talking to you about your life and about your money. Open phones at 888-825-5225. 888-825-5225. Sean is in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Hey, Sean, welcome to the Dave Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. Hey, Anthony. What's hey, what's on, up, man? Um, Not much. I'm just wondering, so I'm on Baby Step 4, I guess. What, what? Um, and what, the only reason I say I guess is because because um, I've completed steps one, two, and three, okay. but I just don't know like how interested I am in actually saving for retirement because I don't know if I could ever like envision myself actually retiring. I, I, I'm so confused right now. Um, how, how old are you right now, Sean? I'm 25. How old will you be next year? 26 in February. Okay. So do, do you see where I'm going here? Yeah. So you're saying you're, I don't, you're getting older. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, no, and, I, and I get I, you. I know that. Yeah. And I get you. Let me, let me, I, let me let, I probably started out that off wrong and I got Dave started. I'm sorry. No, uh, you're fine. <laughs> um, I like it. Why? And Bring I get out it. the sass early. <laughs> 25 <laughs> years old. Are you not motivated to start thinking about your future? Hey, let, let's try this. What if we change the word from retirement to rich? I like that word. I mean, I really like the sound of that, too. It's the same I thing, dude. Really, uh, yeah, I understand that, but I just really enjoy working. Me, too. I don't. I plan to work until I die. As a matter of fact, I'm going to stay around here and just spread hate and dissension in this building. Oh, no, you're not. But I certainly hope so. For all It'll be old and, de- old and dementia nah. crept in, and I'll just not be making sense on the air, and James will have to be hitting the dump button. Nah, we'll, 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 we'll fix that. But hey, we'll, yeah, but get it, the net! But the, and this is what I'm thinking. Like At that point, like say I were to go out of my mind, like dementia, like cannot can physically not work anymore, um, couldn't I just have money in the bank to be able to take care of that? Yeah, the problem is the bank pays crap. Yes, there you like two percent. No, and I. Yeah. So let let's pretend yeah, that, let's pretend that. that you retire, you reach an old age, whatever you want to call old at twenty five years old. Uh, I'm sixty, yeah. so old now is a lot older than it used to be. So, but if let's just pretend you reach old age and you either have a million dollars or you don't. Right. One life yeah. is better than the other one. Yeah. Then you make choices about whether you want to work or not work. Dude, I haven't had to work in years. Right. I've had financial peace exactly. a long time. You, yeah. yeah. I work when I want to work. I love what you're doing. Yeah. And so you do the same thing, man. Build you up some wealth. And so I think what you're confusing is is that you think you have to sit on a dock and fish at 55 years old and maybe catch a fish and just get a sunburn, and you call that retirement. Uh, retirement to us means you got a huge pile of money, and you could spend the next 30 years giving it, giving it away and never have given it all away because the pile was so huge. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I think he's just uh, 
you know, Sean, I really want you to think about your future. You're thinking about 55. What if you could retire at 45? What if you can be, what if you could be like Dave and myself? Because, you know, I'm in financial peace. I don't work. I actually enjoy doing what I do with Dave and our team here. This is not a nine to five. Like, I got to get up and have to go do this. This is I love helping people. What if that could be you at 35, at 45? But you have to start practicing these principles now. Yeah. Okay. And and listen, the a million dollars in your mutual funds at retirement is not a lot. But it gives you a lot more choices than not having any money Absolutely. at retirement and depending on the government for social insecurity. Yes. And so you do not want the mantra of your life to go, I'm going to work all my life and hope the government, which is well known for its ability to handle money, will take care of me. That's not a good plan. It's so, not. yeah, you need the point is not retirement. The point is build wealth. Yeah, that's it. That's the point. So just change your vernacular on it, change your verbiage on it, and maybe that'll change the way you're looking at it. Now, how do we build wealth? The most efficient way to build wealth is in tax-free growth, which happens to be in this thing called a retirement plan, a Roth. Yes. But that's the most efficient way to build wealth. Yes. Keep the government's freaking hands off your money. Absolutely. And that, you know, or or buy paid-for real estate, which then it grows without any taxes on the growth until you sell it. Capital gains growth is not taxable. It's realized but not recognized under tax law. And so you can do stuff like that. But become wealthy so that you can not only live your best life, not only be outrageously generous to others, but someday you might have a family and you actually want to change your family tree. The Bible says a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Now that's what we're talking about, Dave. Now I'm getting Legacy. Legacy. That's 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 this it. is not retirement. This is a money. It's yeah. wealth. Yeah. Yeah. And so it happens to be that the most the first steps to becoming wealthy and the most tax efficient investments are those inside of retirement plans. But if we just take the word retirement off of it and call this is the best way to get rich. Yeah. Yeah. Then it changes your mindset. Maybe. And and Dave, you know, I want to I want to I want to I want to say right there with you because you, you've taught me so much from joining your team and really just learning from you, watching what you do for your family. Here's another reason why I'm I'm always recommending to millennials to think about rich, think about wealth towards retirement, not just towards retirement, because what can you leave down to your children's children? Steve Harvey was on the show with Oprah Winfrey a while back, and he was telling the story of how his uh, great-great-grandmother was uh, passing away, and she asked Steve, she said, Steve, do you know your great-grandfather's name? He said, no. She said, do you know why? And he said, no, she said, because he didn't leave you anything. And that shook me when I was watching that. And I said, I don't want to die. And my children's children don't even know my name. Yeah. I mean, and, the Vanderbilts know Cornelius. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know? I mean, really. Be, let's be real. They got a picture of the of the Commodore over the <laughs> dad come come <laughs> over the mantle, baby. Come on, come on now. <laughs> you know, and when I look at you, your your grandchildren's children will know your name. And I went to old I stirred up a ruckus. You you did. And I helped I helped you build it. Well, we helped you build it. <laughs> and so we are, you know, that's for me is that's why. You know, yeah. I, I want my grandchildren, and I, I wrote a vow to my kids. Now, the, I said, the, hey. The idea is not wealth for wealth's sake. There you go. Money just to pile it up, it, that's mental illness. There you go, Dave. Okay. But the, the money's only good for a couple things. Yes, sir. Give it. Yes, sir. Enjoy it. Yes, sir. And, and have long-term eternal impact, including the changing of your family tree. There you go. And so when you can take some money and reach over and change the destiny of somebody's life. Mm change the direction, the trajectory of someone's life, 
and they might actually be kin to you. Yes, sir. Like your great-grandbabies. Yes, sir. Then money has had a value at that point. There you go. But just piling it up to say I'm rich, nobody, I mean, that's shallow. Yeah. Nobody gives a crap what car you drive. That's true. Shallow. Shallow. Be if a girl wants to date you for what car you drive, don't let her go. Come on now. Be impactful for your future, not impressive. All right. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. Hey, folks, it's Ken Coleman. I love my Burst Sonic toothbrush. Studies show that smiling improves your physical and emotional health and makes you more likable. The soft charcoal bristles powerfully remove plaque and will make your teeth whiter, your smile brighter, and your impressions better. And Burst Smart and Affordable Replacement Head Subscription is just $6 every 90 days. Visit BurstOralCare.com and use the code KEN to grab a Burst brush for as low as $49.99. That's BurstOralCare.com. Hey, uh, open phones at 888-825-5225. I never do that. That's funny. All mics are hot, fool. All right. Jump in. The phone number is 888-825-5225. Anthony O'Neill is the Ramsey personality co-host for today, hanging out with me, learning how not to do radio. If you haven't heard, we're giving away cash. The Ramsey Christmas giveaway is underway. Congratulations to Natasha from Idaho. You just won $500. Woo. Our team will be in touch. You were drawn for this week. Every week between now and Christmas, we're giving away 500 bucks with a $5,000 grand prize. Uh, be sure you jump on at DaveRamsey.com slash giveaway and register every day. No purchase is necessary. If you're looking for life-changing gifts for family and friends today, we are running a one-day sale. For the first time ever, you can get our starter envelope system for $5. Pick one up for yourself, your family, your friends while they're 72% off. And shop over 50 of our best-selling books for only $10. Those $5 envelope systems make uh, makes a pretty good stocking stuffer. So DaveRamsey.com slash giveaway. Check out the one-day sale, $5 each on the famous starter envelope system. 72% off, and 50 of our books, all bestsellers, only $10 each, including John Deloney's new quick read. Oh, that's, and it's, I it's, love uh, it. It's kind of blowing off the shelves. It really is. Redefining anxiety. anxiety. Yeah. This guy. Which he's helped us do that because we're working with him. <laughs> <laughs> Good point, Dave. Good point, man. Will is with us. Will's in Denver. Hey, Will, welcome to the Dave Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Hi, Anthony. How's Tennessee? I'm actually headed to Nashville tomorrow. It's oh, amazing. Yeah. Come on, brother. We'd love to have you. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I, I want to try one of those cookies. I've been hearing about them for years. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I just moved to Denver, and I'm working on Baby Step 3B as best I can. My current plan is to pause my retirement and save all my extra money in like an S&P 500 index fund for about five years. But pausing my retirement for that long scares me a little. Should it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. We, we usually say about three. Yeah. Five Five feels long. How old are you? Uh, I'm 31. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that it's is. not the end of the world. Yeah. But I just don't. I, the thing is, we just don't want you to, to not save money for retirement for an extended period of time. So 
How much are you trying to save? Um, I mean, kind of with five years, I was going to try to see if I could manage to pull off a hundred grand. That'd be difficult, but if planning on putting all my bonuses, uh, 500 a month. Um, I got a relocation package recently. I put half of it in there. Um, but I do have it in the S and P thinking it'd be a five-year plan, but now you're telling me three. Now I'm wondering if an index fund is a great move. Well, you're probably okay. Yeah. How much do you make a year? Will? Uh, 65. Okay. How much of a house are you trying to buy eventually? Um, uh, with Denver, I mean, by the time three years is up, they could all be a million plus, but, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking could maybe pull off between like two fifty and three to start with a condo or something. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Well, you probably don't need a hundred down to do 300 K. No. Um, so, uh, you may want to shorten the term just a little bit, uh, and or lower the down payment. Uh, it might it might mean both, but I, I'm five years is max. Yeah, I, I mean I, I really we usually say three. Ooh. Yeah, uh, and you know if, if you got some time and you want to go that route, I don't have any problem with it. If you're doing five years and you ended up with a hundred percent down because of something happened, uh, oh, you know what we're not calculating here? We're not calculating the fact your income is going to go up during that time. Yeah, I was about to say you're being generous for five years, Dave. Hopefully, yeah. I'm, I'm saying three, no more than three, man. Yeah, that's that's generally where we are. You know what I would do is I would do it do it for three years and then give yourself permission to change the plan. Yes, you don't have to keep doing that just because you started that way. You could go three and go, okay, I'm buying, or three and you look at it and you go, I've made a lot more money. If I go one more year, I'll yeah. stretch it to four. I can get there, but I don't want this to drag out and you look up and it's been ten years. Yeah, uh, that wouldn't be the way I would change the plan. Right. So. Good question. Very good, good question. Matthew's with us. Matthew is in New York City. Hi, Matthew. How are you? Hey, how we doing? Great, man. How can we help? So I'm curious as to your opinion. I'm considering moving out of my mother's apartment where I live with her and my sister. I'm only 20 years old. Is this a good move or is this not a good move? Uh, are you doing anything? with? What are you doing with your life right now? Are you in school? Are you working? What are you doing? So currently I do school probably in class about 15, 20 hours and studying another 10. And then I work full time in a restaurant about 45 hours a week. What do you make? Yeah. I am currently making, I'd say, net uh, income about 52000 a year. Net income, $52,000 a year working how many hours? About 45 to 50. And going to school 15. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Correct. How much longer do you have in school? Uh, only two years left. Okay. Are you cash flowing this this school right now? Or are you Are you taking out student loans? So the first two years that I'm doing at community college, my parents saved up money to pay for it. These following two years, I'm taking on myself, but the loan is coming from a family member, and I have to pay them off. Let's say every three months, no interest, and everything is lenient payments. What what school are you going to your second year? How much is it going to cost you a semester? Let me ask you that question because I'm not a huge fan uh, of borrowing money um, from family. Yeah, no, hoping hoping to try to go to Rutgers or uh, Kane University, one of the state colleges in Jersey. Okay. Average cost between the three probably eleven thousand to thirteen thousand. Not living on campus. Yeah. So, Dave may think differently, but I'm going to say if you're making fifty thousand dollars, I'm going to stay home and cash flow the next two years and not borrow money, not accept money from the family member. So here's the thing. What is the goal? Okay. In my mind, if I'm in your shoes, but you need to ask yourself, what is the goal? If my mind is not, uh, how, 
you, you have not got any time to party. Right. You work all the time and go to school all the time. Yeah. And so being right. at your mama's house is not a problem for you right. in that regard. So what is the goal? The goal is to complete the education with no debt, Come on. if I'm in your shoes. That's the goal. Uh, the independence, you're 20 years old, uh, you know, what do you gain? Because every dollar you spend to move out takes you away from your goal. Come on. Yep. Right? Yep. And, and so what are you gaining for that move, that's what you've got to ask yourself. He's, and he's so if you, if you can do both, I'm okay with it. There's, no, there's nothing evil about moving out and getting on your own. But let's say you move out and you spend $2,000 a, a month yeah. to live outside, and that ends up that you take $24,000 out in loans from the relative. Yes. Then basically you borrowed money to live out of your mama's house. That's it. Don't tell me you borrowed it for school. No. Nope. You borrowed it for lifestyle mm-hmm. and to get out, of, out right. from under mama's thumb. And so, you know, that's the effect of what's going on. So uh, uh, if you could accomplish all of these things and move out, fine. No problem. No problem. Uh, but it, I don't think you can <laughs> Yeah, financially. I don't think the math is going to work because you live in, a, in you know, one of the most expensive places in the world to live. And so when you move out, you're going to have an expensive place to live. And it's going to be a tiny, tiny, tiny. Right. Tiny at two little apartment. He's living in a tiny apartment with a roommate. A teeny tiny apartment. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying I would say go in ahead and stay at home. Be very strategic though while you're at home. Make sure you don't borrow nothing from a family member. Graduate or anybody else. Yeah. Graduate 100 percent debt free, and all the extra money now start saving that. So that way you are prepared to move out when you graduate with a savings account because you will need that in New York. So here's what here's one thing the the. The reason that most of us don't hit our goal is not that we didn't know what the goal was. It's that we develop a competing goal. There you go. And the two goals compete with each other, and you end up hitting neither one of them. Right. Okay? Right. I have a goal to eat this box of donuts. Right. But also have a goal to lose weight. These are competing goals. Right. You can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So in your case, what I would say is it's a lesser goal to move out than it is to graduate debt-free. So if you put enough money in the bank to graduate debt-free and move out, then move out. But until then, I wouldn't. I like it, Dave. We agree on this one. Yes. It's good that we agree. (laughs) It's a brain trust. Yes. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. You know what I'm thankful for this year? Butcher Box. Butcher Box makes it easy to cook high quality meat at home for less than $6 a meal. Butcher Box delivers healthy 100% grass fed beef, range free organic chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild caught seafood directly to your door for only $129 a month. And shipping's free. Plus, new members get a free whole Thanksgiving turkey in their first box. Get this deal now at Butcher Box. Anthony O'Neill Ramsey personality is my co-host today, calling from Suffolk, Virginia on Veterans Day. Cody and Kaylin are with us to do a debt-free scream. Congratulations, guys. 
Hi, thank you. Well done. So you guys, you guys serve, or one of you serves? Who, who's in the military? Uh, yes, I am. I'm in the military. I'm in the Navy. Okay, oh, cool. What are you doing in the Navy? I'm an aviation electrician. Awesome. Yeah. How long have you served? Uh, I've been in for 14 years. Wow. wow. Thank you. Thank you for your service. We're doing all uh, veterans and active duty debt-free screams today on the air to say thank you to all of you folks. We appreciate all of you. So how much debt have you paid off, Cody and Kalen? Uh, we paid off $33,900. And how long did this take? Eight months. Wow, you knocked it. All right. And your range of income during that eight months? We were on a salary of 75000 Mm-hmm. Okay, so it just locked in. That was it. Okay, cool. What kind of debt was the 34000 We had two vehicles, a credit card, and a store credit for some smartphones. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are kind of normal. Oh, man. Pretty much. Yeah. How long y'all been married? 12 years. Wow. What happened eight months ago that lit you on fire? Because you guys went crazy. Um, so I'm a photographer by trade, um, but I set it aside to homeschool seven years ago. I was serving my church and um, as a photographer, and I wanted to get a better camera. And so I started side hustling to get a new camera and get it up to date so I can better serve it, serve my team. And, uh, it took six months and I saved up what I needed. And afterwards I looked at Cody and I was like, all right, what's our next goal? Like, what can I save for now? And he said, I want a garage. And I was like, well, my side hustle is not going to fund that. But <laughs> if we pay off the cars, that might fund it. And so um, then we kind of remembered Dave Ramsey from, you know, many years ago, the foundations were there from when we were newlyweds and it just kind of put us back on track and, um, yeah, we just went straight to it. Wow. Okay. So when you were newlyweds, you went through financial peace or you just had heard the name Ramsey? Um, so when we were newlyweds, my aunt Jan and uncle John, um, did our first budget with us Wow. and they gave us total money makeover and they gave us the old CDs to, uh, financial peace military. Mm, okay. Good. Very good. So, so we kind of did like a, a self-led. So you drug them back out. Yeah. Well, I just started listening to the podcast, and then um, I would every time we here in Hampton Roads, there's a lot of commuting, and so every time I was in the car, I would just listen to it, and um, yeah, it got us got us motivated. You hear the debt-free screams. I would um, like goosebumps every time. Some of them I would cry. Hmm. Like, I can't wait to do one. My kids would say the same thing. <laughs> I love it. How many kids have you got? What ages? Uh, we got three kids. Mm-hmm. Wow. Two wow. boys and a girl. How old are they? Mm-hmm. Uh, the oldest boy is 10 years. The second boy is seven. And the girl is three years old. Okay. Nice. So you look in those faces. That also gives you some motivation, right? Yes, of course. Yeah. So, so now let me ask you this, uh, Caitlin and Cody. Uh, what was the hardest thing during this journey, paying off $33,000, uh within eight months? What was the thing that you all had to really get over together as a couple? Um, So one of our biggest struggles was we had uh, we were paying off debt, but we still had a credit card, um, and it was a 0%. And in our head, we were like, oh, it's 0%, but we didn't realize 
how much of a ball and chain that was around our legs. Like we only shopped at that one store um, because it, it, we had a credit card there. And it was like, you don't realize how like tied down you are to it. Um, and so when we created this sinking fund for it, and it's our home improvement fund, so I won't say the store, but we, we you know, stopped using that credit home card and created okay. a sinking fund specifically for home improvement, and now we're free to shop wherever we want. Ah. We're not tied down to that store. Turns out Lowe's has deals and so does Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, right, and right, sometimes they're alternating. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So it is amazing how... Not only do they make a killing on those car, store cards, but the, how they also create a, a brand loyalty with them. Because, you you know, you, I would never think of going to Lowe's. I have my Home Depot card. I mean, it's just ridiculous yeah. how, how our brains work. I do, you yeah. know, we've all done that same thing. Sears started it. Sears did, Dave. A million years ago. Trust and me. look where they ended up. Yep. BK. Bankrupt. Okay, so there you go. They even started Discover Card. They did? They did and sold it. When they went bankrupt. So there you go. I did The first time they that. went bankrupt. So anyway, the, huh. the, the, I love these stories. But anyway, way to go, guys. You broke free. Yes. So uh, what was your, who were your biggest cheerleaders? Our kids. Yeah. Wow. So they've been practicing their debt-free scream? They have. Because I hear them in the background. I, they're ready to go. They're pumped. Oh, my three-year-old. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm going to take a video of her debt-free scream just by herself because it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, post it post it on YouTube with us, okay? Yes. Okay, I will. <laughs> That'd be cool. I love it. Yeah. So that's candy, right? That's candy, yes. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's fun. All right, guys, we're proud of you. Again, thanks for serving. We got a copy of Chris Hogan's book for you, Everyday Millionaires. That's the next chapter in your story. $34,000 paid off in eight months, making 75000 Cody, Kalen, Carter, Chris, and Candy from Virginia. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. go kids you stole the show man you hear the kids louder than you hear the parents (laughs) you know and what's weird is when you're 10 years old yeah you'll tell your grandkids yes about when your family tree changed yep we called in this radio show Yep. they used to have these things called radio shows back then used to and there was this guy on the radio who was crazy. Yeah. And my mom listened to him all the time on this old thing they used to call podcasts. <laughs> and she decided we were going to get out of debt. And that's why, honey, that we don't have any money problems a yes. generation later. That's the sound of a family tree being changed right there. You heard it. Oh, man. I love it. I love it, too. I mean, the money, the money, the math change is important. Yes. But when the but kids the get change. it like that and the kids have been practicing, it's drilled into... Yeah. You can't get away from it. No. I mean, they get married and they're 22 years old and they're, 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 their new spouse wants to go out and get a credit card and go into debt. They're going to go, no! Nope. Nope. It's all because their brains are changed. Yeah. It, it's, it's reset. I and, love it. And, and these debt-free screams are not just about money, Dave. They're about life change. It's about freedom. Yes, sir. You can hear it. That's why everybody cries and gets goosebumps when you hear them. You know what freedom sounds like. Yeah. Our question of the day comes from Blinds.com. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Even if you mismeasure, you mis- make the wrong color, they'll remake your win- window blinds for free. Always use the promo code RAMSEY to get the best deal. Today's question comes from Elise in California. I have about five student loans totaling to $26,000 during the pandemic. And while the interest rate is at 0%, I have managed to pay off one of the loans. Unfortunately, 
I owe taxes for 2019 to both the federal and the state totaling about $5,000. I have been making monthly payments to both of uh, $200 each and an extra monthly payment of $400 to my student loans. Should I hold off on the student loans to knock out my taxes? Um, I'm knocking out my taxes because I don't want to get any uh, issues with them down the road and then immediately getting back onto my student loan payments. Absolutely. That's exactly the right answer. Absolutely. And you do not want the KGB, I mean the IRS in your life. <laughs> you do not want them there. Yeah, you don't. And uh, they have unbelievable penalties, yes. unbelievable interest, yes. unbelievable power to screw up your life. Yes. You want them out of your life as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And other thing is, uh, why are you $5,000 short on your 2019s? Have you gone back and cho- changed your withholding so that you're not short on 2020? Yes, sir. Because 2020 is over. You may have another 5K waiting on you right around the corner if you hadn't gone and fixed that dadgum withholding because you're under withholding, apparently. Yep. Unless something else happened. That's the only explanation for that mathematically. Yeah. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. Scripture of the day, John fifteen thirteen. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. Abraham Lincoln said, Honor to the soldier and sailor everywhere who bravely bears his country's cause. Honor also to the citizen who cares for his brother in the field and serves as best he can the same cause. Happy Veterans Day to all of you listening today live. Uh, that I have served or are serving, we appreciate you. We salute you at Ramsey. We think you are the best of the best. Yeah. And uh, we really, really appreciate you. If you are a business owner out there and you want to grow your business, you need to start with the man in the mirror. I figured out years ago I'm the biggest problem around here. Therefore, I am the biggest solution around here. Growing your business means growing yourself as a leader, and that's what Entree Leadership Summit is all about. Entree Leadership Summit may is coming up in 2021, May 16 through 19, here in Nashville. It combines a world-class experience with content that will get you fired up. The 2021 speaker lineup is absolutely world-class. Marcus Buckingham, best-selling author. Pat Lencioni, best-selling author. Craig Groeschel, best-selling author, senior pastor of Life Church. LifeChurch.tv, Simon Sinek, best-selling author of the book Start With Why, the latest is his infinite game. Jim Collins, of course you know Jim, yeah, leadership expert, best-selling author many times over, including the classic Good to Great. Christy Wright, Chris Hogan, Dr. John Deloney, Ken Coleman, and me. We have less than 150 seats left. Wow. So hurry and get yours for Summit. And all you do is text the word Summit to 44222. That's 44222. 22. Arlington, Virginia is calling. Margarita is on the line. Hey, Margarita, how are you? Hi, Dave and Anthony. How are you guys doing? Oh, well, great. How can we help? So um, I'm pretty new to your whole program, um, but I have a question about uh, student loans and property. So 
little background. My husband and I, uh, we've been married for about a year. We're both 23. He works at a consulting firm, um, and we both make about uh, 130000 after taxes. We have about 80000 in student loans, um, and our rent is about $2,000 a month. Um, as you know, Arlington is pretty expensive, but we really want to buy a house. So I guess my question is, should we go about buying a house first and looking in different areas, or should we tackle those? Um, student loans now. Uh, you're 80k in a hole right now, so we're we're focusing on the student loans. And I'm doing a math okay. right now. So you have eighty thousand dollars in student loans. Is that your only debt? Yes. Okay. Cool. So you make one hundred thirty thousand dollars net. You're spending about um, how much are you spending on, on rent right now? Two thousand. Two thousand. Right. So you're spending twenty four thousand dollars a year on rent. Another ten thousand dollars in expenses. So doing the math, you can honestly have this paid off within about. 18 months if you really aggressively go at it and okay. so now that's not bad now you're in your 20s how long, I have, how long have you been married in uh, december it's going to be our one year anniversary okay yeah yeah and so i that's the route i'm going and i want to say this as a young person i didn't purchase my first house until i was what maybe 32 dave 30 mm-hmm. 32 and and i had the capabilities financial capabilities to do it at about 28 but I said I wanted to do it right. And when I walked into my house, it was in a peaceful way. And I was not wasting any money in my 20s renting because I wasn't ready to purchase a home. Margarita, when I first got married, the first property that we rented, which is where you're living right now, uh, we rented way too expensive. Arlington is expensive but you rented too expensive a place for a newlywed couple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you got a nice place. Yeah, $2,000. I mean, you really do. And so you, if I were you, I would move uh, down in property so that I'm paying less for my patients, and I would be debt-free in 18 to 24 months living on a beans and rice, rice and beans budget, yeah. where your broke friends are making fun of you. Because if you try to keep up with the Joneses in D.C., you're going to be broke your whole life. True. Because the Joneses in D.C. are nuts. So (laughs) you just, I mean, they're nuts. It's a whole, I mean, it's L.A. uh, L.A. and D.C., the biggest put-on-the-dog world there is. And so you just got to say, we are 23 years old. We're going to take two years and get out of debt and build an emergency fund, and we're going to live in a less-than-ideal place for less than $2,000, and we're going to pile up a big pile of cash, and then when we buy a house at 26, we're going to put down a huge down payment, and we're going to be in a whole different place than those YOLO friends of ours who are making fun of us. Because, you know, YOLO is the new way of saying, thank God it's Friday, oh God, it's Monday. Spend everything we make, have no money. Right. You make good money. You're in an expensive area, but this is very, very doable. It is very unwise to buy a home where you have to buy an extra bedroom for Sally Mae. Mm-hmm. It's a really good idea to give her her eviction notice while you're still a renter. Yeah. You're debt-free. You have an emergency fund. You move in with a good, strong down payment. And then you can quote Anthony, when I walked into the house... Mm-hmm. There was a sense of peace. Sense of peace. But if you move into a house with an $80,000 student loan 
and you're 24 years old, you're and you're 100, you've been married a year, year and a half at that point, two years, yeah. and you're broke, but you make $130,000 a year. What are you, freaking Congress? Yeah. You spend everything you make just to look like you're not broke. And you're, you know, I'll tell you what will happen. Sally Mae will move in the bedroom, and three weeks later, the heat and air will go out on this new place. Yeah. And you'll find out the difference between renting and owning then is you get to do the repairs. You know what, Dave? I get a lot of pushback uh, from people who say, you know what? I'm wasting money by renting, and I'm wasting money by paying off my student loans. Wasting money by paying off student loans? Yes, because they're like, well, hey. Elizabeth Warren's going to pay them? <laughs> It goes back to the government. Like, why pay them if they're going to be forgiven? And if they're not required to be paid right now, why pay them? Because they're not going to be forgiven, and you're going to be saddled with them the rest of your life, and they're the major impediment between you and building wealth. There you go, Dave. That's the bottom line. I, I didn't so tee you the, up the, for the that. The problem with believing a fantasy is, is it'll screw up your finances. Yes, sir. And when you believe D.C. is going to solve your problem. You have a huge problem. If you, if you believe politics, po- politicians of either party are going to solve your problem, yeah. then you have just condoned your, condemned yourself to a life of mediocrity. Right. Because I've been sitting around waiting for people to send me money out of D.C. for 60 years. <laughs> I still hadn't got any. Uh, me neither. All I've ever seen is they take money. Yeah. They don't give money. They're a yeah. tick on my butt. Yeah. They're a parasite. But so, then, and unbelievable. Here, then on the flip side, Dave. Um, a lot of people think, especially I'm seeing this younger generation wanting to jump into purchasing a home, but they're not in a position and ready to purchase a home. So the home becomes a curse instead of a blessing. There you go, Dave. I was just about to say that. <laughs> I stole it. I stole your Goodness line. gracious, Dave. Stole I was your just line, about man. to say that. A, your no, dream here, becomes a thing. nightmare. Here's the thing. My generation, mm-hmm. I mean, we've been married uh, 38 years, Yeah, was the first generation Maybe my parents, a little bit of that generation, was the first generation to buy a home within five years of marriage. Wow. Up until the 19, and up until about 1960, newlyweds did not consider buying a home, and no one in the culture told them it was wise to buy a home. They all said, you just got married, doofus. Shut up and save money. Wow. Wow. It's going to, you know, it was, it was normally you were 30 years old and you'd been married five or 10 years years. before you could put together enough cash to buy a home, Hmm. but enter FHA loans with 3% down. Yes. Enter VA loans with 0% down and enter this idea that home ownership is always grand and it's not. Sometimes it's 50 grand. It sure is. And it doesn't. It, it, it'll break your butt it when really you buy a house and you're broke. It's a problem. On. That's it, Dave. Anthony, good show. Hey, thank you, Dave, for having me on. James Childs, producer. Great job. Kelly Daniel, associate producer and phone screener. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. This is James Childs, producer of The Dave Ramsey Show. Once again, you made The Dave Ramsey Show one of the top four most popular podcasts last year. To get your daily dose of motivation and inspiration from The Ramsey Network, subscribe or follow today wherever you listen to podcasts.
Hey, if you've got questions about retirement, investing, or becoming an everyday millionaire, go bigger and broader with my man Chris Hogan on The Chris Hogan Show. I am excited to be able to talk to you all week in and week out. We're going to focus on your calls, and it's going to focus on building wealth, investing, and how to become an everyday millionaire. Subscribe to The Chris Hogan Show wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Dave Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.